best guess would be that it is some sort of creature that possibly should be extinct. This thing was 10 foot tall. He had beautiful hair. As I pulled the drape aside, all of a sudden there were five beings this tall all around me. Welcome to the underground. Yeah. We're under the ground. Under the ground, under the drive-in. <laughs> We're amongst our piles of files. Piles of files, digging them out for you. Yeah. What, Jared, before we get started, is there any news? There's a little bit of news. Is there? Yeah, I was... I was I was debating on whether or not to show it to you, but... Oh my goodness, please show me some news. What the hell, why not? So, <laughs> there's some there's some alien abduction threats. What? Yeah. <laughs> you, you were perplexed by I was, that. I banged my head, I was so perplexed. So, threats? Like, yeah. Who, so, who's making these threats? What are the, What is happening? So, there, a video surfaced of... Um, of a uh, supposed alien, <laughs> a candidate in South a South Carolina political race has been what kept out of a a debate. Hold <laughs> on, <laughs> 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 this is obviously a a joke. Um, this is a joke. Yes. Um, let's see. I will go back to this. Dimitri Cherney, a socialist seeking a Republican nomination of South Carolina's first congressional district, really wants to be in a de- in a debate with in this debate, but they're okay. not they're not letting him in there. So he 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 made this video, and I'm I'm gonna play it for you, and I'll play you guys the audio because, and in this he's he's uh, dressed like an alien. Okay. And he's not calling himself his his real name. He's dressed like an alien, and he's calling himself an alien name. And he's calling his proposed opponent a, another alien name. He's saying that he <laughs> is a an alien in disguise. A reptilian? Mate, no, they they look more like greys. I'll, I'll just play the video. <laughs> I am a Turkish. on the planet Xenon. This is your final warning, Ginjastar Renichek. Intergalactic criminal wanted on eight different star systems for breach of contract, now posing on the planet Earth as Larry Kabrowski, chairman of the Charleston County Republican Party. You still have the opportunity to change your long pattern of disregard for contracts. If charity is not at the Republican Candidates Forum tonight, you leave us no choice but to arrest you at the forum and take you back to swift justice on the planet Xenon. Our starship is now in orbit around Earth, and our landing crew is standing by. Don't bother putting up a struggle, Larry Kabrowski, or we'll use our Acme disintegration pistols <laughs> on you. This is your final warning. What? So, I, I, I give him credit for creativity. That just seems... It- 
insane. Like, <laughs> you won't let me play. <laughs> I'm going to make crazy. So, yeah, I don't know about any of these people's politics. It's in the South Carolina. So, I mean, there could be a rise of progressivism down there. I don't know. but uh, I didn't know that socialists would ever run Republican. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to uh, come up and have a blue wave down there. Either way, uh, making a little video dressed as an alien is uh, fun by my, uh, my, in my book. I would do it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the only news I got. Well, um, that's fun news. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad you shared it. <laughs> yeah, and you can see that on YouTube. Maybe we'll post it, but I think the audio was fun, fun enough. Yes. Let's uh, start off with your story. What do you have? Cryptid, alien, conspiracy theory? This is uh, kind of like an alien conspiracy theory Ooh. thingamajig. It's good because uh, we just got off Independence Day, so we're, we might do an all-alien yeah. show. I have an alien thing as well. Alien. Yeah. And, alien and, oh, week. Wait. Since, since you have a, a alien thing, I did a little poll, and it's going to end in about a... Uh, about a couple hours. So, I did a poll. Um, alien invasion. Do you fight to the death? Hide out till they leave? Give them a virus, like in Independence Day, or uh, War of the Worlds, depending yes. on what era you're in. Or we'll be dead, dead, dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are What are what's, people saying? What's your choice? I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember them all. There's so many. Let me see. Give them a virus. Give them a virus? Give them a <laughs> virus. Okay. What would you do? Oh, fight to the death. Fight to the death. Yeah, nobody wants to fight these monsters. No one wants to fight Bigfoots. Nobody wants to fight anything. You want to fight Bigfoot? If they're, if they're hostile, I don't want to fight Bigfoot. If, if there's a monster that's coming at me, I'm going to shoot it. Well, okay, so you want to fight them to the death, but yeah. giving them a virus would kill them all. That's true. So I'm picking to smartly fight oh, them yeah. to the death. I know, but if I'm like if I'm like Tim Robbins in in War of the Worlds, if I'm like a guy in a in a house, yeah, if I'm cut if I'm cut off from all news and media, not knowing what's going on in the world, I'm gonna be like Tim Robbins in War of the Worlds. I'm going. I got my shotgun in my hand, uh-huh. and I'm going up from below, and I'm gonna take him out as many as I can. Well, if you're in that situation, yeah. But well, you said give him a virus, so the option is there to be in a lab you're making right. a virus. You're right. There, the option is there. So why would I choose being, like, in this terrible situation as opposed to away from certain death? Maybe it's just more fun to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I'm just not as fun. <laughs> no, it's just it's just the, the storyline you picked. Okay. Well, what's winning? Maybe if I picked, maybe if I put as an option, just use my, use the charisma of Tom Cruise to beat the alien, <laughs> I would pick that. What? What were you saying? As I was winning. Oh yeah, what's winning in the polls? It's 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 a close close battle between hide out till they leave and we'll be dead dead dead. <laughs> but uh, don't have any confidence. We'll be dead 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 is winning by <laughs> by thirty one percent. Hide out till they leave. Come on guys, you gotta have some confidence in you. You don't you don't want to give them a virus or fight. 
come on guys you can you can hide out in our in our bunker and we'll come out come with a fighting plan or <laughs> yeah come with a virus all right okay. so what do you got what's your what's your case all right so this is a woman a woman this is a woman who um she believes that she has 10 alien hybrid children. Oh, no. So before I get into the story at all here, I just want to show you a picture of her. And this is really sad because she is definitely the hottest oh. <laughs> conspiracy theory bullshit person She's very ever. pretty. Yeah. She's like, she would be a picture on like an eHarmony ad or something. Yeah, she's like very cute. And yeah. it, it was like very sad to me that she's <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, you definitely would get like some, some dump or some... <laughs> Yeah, usually you get the, the real gnarly looking. <laughs> Nargers. Nargers. So her name is Bridget Nielsen. <laughs> not the Flavor Flav one. No, not Flavor Flav's girlfriend. <laughs> Just by the looks. <laughs> I can tell that. But she is a galactic ambassador of Earth. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. And a mother to 10 hybrid alien children. Oh. Nielsen. It doesn't show. It doesn't show in her no, hips or anything. No, yeah, she, she doesn't look like she's had one. She really recovers from childbirth really well. <laughs> so Nielsen <laughs> believes that aliens, or in this story, they're greys. She okay. does clarify that. All right. Are a future version of ourselves, and they reproduce with humans so as to avoid becoming extinct. Because apparently, mm. the Greys destroyed their own planet, and thanks to GMO foods, <laughs> they are reaching the point where they cannot reproduce. So yeah, she GMO foods, Jarrett. Oh, they're geez. killing the Greys. <sighs> GMOs. Great. <laughs> So she believes aliens have been harvesting our DNA to create a hybrid race that will better humanity. Though the alien hybrid children live with their father. The women <laughs> they impregnated on Earth are abducted to go visit every once in a while. I'm allowed to do it at Dad's house. <laughs> Throughout the years, Nielsen said that she had remembered her activity in the hybrid program and the part that she played in it. One of Nielsen's gifts is <laughs> gifts. Like she's fucking like a witch. Or like, you know, she just went to Hogwarts. <laughs> is connecting with other realms. She uses this skill to connect not only no no no, it's not like Hogwarts. It's like it's like X-Men. <laughs> it's like X-Men. It's like X-Men. Anyway, one of her gifts is connecting with other realms. She uses this skill to connect not only her, but other parents with their hybrid children. Thank goodness. Thank goodness she's there. She's So she's the only one that can connect to her children and other people's children? Well, okay, okay, okay. So, like, it, okay, so there was, there was that, um, there was a Q&A, or no, sorry. There was an FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions, uh -huh. on the Hybrid Children website. Because I was wondering, what if I have hybrid children? <laughs> and they said, like, the way that you would know is you just have to, like, feel it in your heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll just know mm -hmm. in your heart. Mm -hmm. In your you fart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
uh, Nielsen said that she <laughs> Nielsen said that she was willing for her life to turn into a quote unquote dream world. <sighs> and so she asked her heart if she had hybrid children. Oh, See? God. She asked her heart. Fucking stupid. <laughs> she once she did so, Nielsen revealed that her soul received a new level of light. No. Something which she hadn't felt since she was a child when no. she had cried looking up at the stars. No, no, no. And she knew without a shadow of a doubt that she had children. No, no, no. She says that her children lead her on her pathway and give her the power to be more. Nielsen believes that when she is acting and living in her fullest natural expression, her hybrid children will come to Earth. Ugh. Bringing in, like, the spirituality into, like, aliens and stuff delegitimizes aliens. <laughs> it's like people that don't believe in aliens are like, oh, aliens is bullshit. Look at all this. You guys are weird. And then they bring in, like, all this crystal-y auras and, like, realms and stuff. It's like, oh, it just got even worse. <laughs> <laughs> now people really think it's stupid. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. Now you're making me look bad. <laughs> So, during 2013, Nielsen said that she had enjoyed future memories of when her hybrid children come to Earth and make contact with her. This is a reality that is a wonderland of bliss, according to Nielsen. Mm -hmm. So, she's like real stoked for these future memories. Not dreams or like, you know, hallucinations. No, no, no. She's having future memories, Jack. Yeah, mm mm-hmm. So not, not fantasies. No, or just, no. These actually are gonna happen. They're gonna happen, yeah. Jarrett. Mm-hmm. So she rubs her crystals. <laughs> and she puts them in a circle around, and then she reads her horse. She has the jade yoni balls. Oh. This is like Gwyneth Paltrow's goop friend. Oh, this God. is like Gwyneth Paltrow's Paltrow's cult alien friend. She's gonna. This lady's gonna like. Actually, give birth to these things. Alien? Well, she already did. I know, but she's gonna like put like chicken eggs inside of her. <laughs> and then you all like that crazy woman from some... like the Renaissance era who like yeah. shoved rabbits up her vagina <laughs> yeah, to pretend to. I really am giving birth to rabbits. Look at look at me. <laughs> these are aliens. <laughs> she's gonna shove like. <laughs> Like what they did with the Fiji mermaid. <laughs> She's going to make something like that and yeah. shove it up her vagina and then push it out and be like, oh, whoa. Okay, Bridget, <laughs> as they're shuffling her into the mental <laughs> institution. Yep. <laughs> so how do the aliens conceive with Earth women? Sometimes all it takes is a ship passing in the night to incite a quote unquote Ache in the ovaries. Oh, my. Are you serious? <laughs> they just fly by? Yeah, they just fly over. It's a drive-by sperming. Yeah. Ugh. You know, like how God impregnated Mary and just flew over her. Oh, jeez. That's how it worked, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I imagined it when I was a kid. <laughs> he just, like, flew over her. Yeah, it's like that game Asteroids <laughs> that just, like, drops the little sperm as it flies by. Yeah, there you go. So, oh, where is it? But other times, there's real-life alien sex, Jared. Oh, yeah. 
It was great, Nielsen told the Daily Mail, <sighs> of one sexual encounter she of, had. Of course the Daily Mail of would. Of course the Daily Mail. They would go out and talk to her. Fucking the Daily Mail. <laughs> but she told them about one sexual encounter she had aboard a spaceship. It was an incredible, super primal, super raw, super primal sexual experience. She said primal twice? Apparently. That's what the <laughs> quote was. There was a... There was really a freedom, and we were really going for it. Mm. It was the best sex I ever had. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like, it's like ladies want sex with ghosts. They put on Maroon 5. <laughs> and <laughs> we got edible arrangements. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The aliens are apparently only interested in having babies with, quote, unquote, Younger generations of women. Wow. This should this should really make baby boomers happy. The aliens won't get them. No, because the aliens want to have babies and millennials don't. Millennials. Where's my grandbabies? Where's my grandbabies? They're nowhere. <laughs> they're not coming. Here. Here's the alien grandbaby. Sandy, they're not coming. I'll take I'll take the grand alien grandbaby. I'll Thank take you. It. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Nielsen believes that millions of women around the globe are mothers to hybrid children without knowing it. Some signs to look for if you think your womb might have been unknowingly abducted <laughs> is reoccurring dreams about doctor's offices or classrooms. And missing times or false pregnancies. And so. UFOs coming out of you, Cooter. <laughs> and being abducted. <laughs> no, they said it if you don't know. So think about it, women who are listening. Yeah. Uh, have you been feeling like your womb has been filled and then emptied without you knowing? Yeah. Think or about it. maybe if it just doesn't feel like that, it probably happened anyway. Oh. You probably just do have an <laughs> alien baby. Yeah. Oh. So just get used to the thought of it. There's like drawings she's made too. Thank goodness. Like her alien children. Thank goodness. Hold the fucking phone. It probably looks like Tony Shaloub from <laughs> Monk. She's just like an From Monk fame. You think they'll ever bring back Monk? Um, it was a very popular show. I did not watch Monk. Uh, the oh, USA. here we go. Here we go. The USA Network has really gone downhill. So here is drawings of her and her alien. Oh my god! Is it, she draw herself as an alien? I I believe so. <laughs> I mean, here's another one that's. She always draws the eyes very large. What the fuck? I don't know if that's supposed to be her. Oh, there's another alien she drew. Wow, that looks like a reptilian right there. That does. That looks super like a reptilian. Yeah, I think she might have uh, had a few nights with a reptilian, maybe. Oh, this girl, I think, is another girl that's like who does interviews with her. Is had the same experience. Ooh. I don't remember her name. Oh, a Lunaverse. A Lunaverse. Yeah, she gave herself that name. Yeah. That's her. That's a Lunaverse. So that might be her alien. Maybe she's been impregnated by reptilian. Yeah, I think that's a reptilian girl. Girl, you get your kudu checked. Yeah, you might want to be uh, pro-choice. Scooping it out. <laughs> Scoop it out. Well, um, I don't 
believe her. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to file that under. Don't believe it. I don't believe that she has magical, spiritual, hybrid children that live with their father in space. That is a common, very common narrative given the the greys need to repopulate their planet, their genetic material or whatever. They can't... And uh, like... Aliens breeding with humans for genetic yeah. purposes is a huge base storyline. Yeah, because they, they're either sterile or whatever they can't really produce, so they use us. But that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, oh, stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> File it under, burn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good for her, though. She, uh, she, she wrote a few blogs. She's done some interviews. She's doing good for herself. Okay. Let's see here. Okay, so my case is also an alien case. Yes. Well, I'll let you think about that on your own. It's all up for interpretation, but I think... Is this another one like the Riverside Bridge Monster, where it's like, could be an alien, could no, be a monster? definitely not. Okay. <laughs> so, it was 1 o'clock in the morning, around 1 o'clock in the morning, August 13th, 1975. An Air Force sergeant by the name of Charles Moody. At least that's what his wife called him after he didn't get his dinner on time. Oh my god, Jared. Moody. <laughs> <laughs> so he was in the desert. Uh, this was in Alamo. What was it called? Alamo Gordo, New Mexico. So he was hanging out in the desert late at night because he heard that there was going to be a meteor shower. So he was going out there to attempt to escape the city lights. Because, you know, the city lights can pollute the uh, sky. And you say you won't be able to see it. Yeah, sometimes you can't see, like, the stars and the, the planets above. So it's supposed to be a pretty cool meteor shower. But little did Sergeant Moody know that, that there was something else in that meteor shower riding along with those meteors. Was it aliens? Maybe... Maybe. <laughs> so while watching the spectacular light show, he noticed an anomaly in that dark sky. A glowing metallic disc. A disc. <laughs> a disc-shaped object. The object separated itself from the meteor shower and quickly floated down to the ground and nestled about 300 feet away from Sergeant Moody. Was he just by himself in this desert? Yes. At, at this time, yes. I, I don't know why he was watching this all alone. Yeah, like, <laughs> if there was, like, a big meteor shower, wouldn't he go to, like, a, a good spot, like, where lots of people go? Maybe he he's the only one that knew of this meteor shower spot. <laughs> I don't like to watch meteor showers with people. I, <laughs> I like to watch them alone. This is my spot. <laughs> oh, honey, can I watch the meteor shower to be romantic? No. No! Fuck you. (laughs) I enjoy this by myself. I like the cosmic beings. I have my one-on-one time. Okay. (laughs) So he saw this glowing metal disc. The object came down, nestled 300 feet away. And, uh... Moody was not going to stick around. He was already scared. So he jumped into his car, (laughs) and he tried to start that bad boy up. But nothing. That car didn't start up. It was probably an American car. 
Oh, yeah. It was definitely a four. <laughs> yeah, it was probably a four. <laughs> the UFO floated in even closer. Probably around 70 feet away, <laughs> Moody said. It was like, I like how specifically. Yeah, right. <laughs> 300, and then it was 70. It was about 70 feet. Yeah, let me draw it out for you. Um, so he said it was around the size of a city bus. A city bus, not not a county bus. <laughs> <laughs> not a Greyhound bus either. Suddenly there was a high-pitched buzzing noise. <laughs> it invaded Moody's head. The UFO came in even closer. Now it was a few feet from the car. I'd say about three and a half. <laughs> Moody remembers seeing a small rectangular window. And inside the window he saw a couple shadowy figures. Oh. Well, hello there. Hello there, figures. <laughs> then uh, a numbness crept up from his toes to his ankles all the way up to his head and he couldn't feel anything then he started to feel lethargic and tired and, oh I can't feel anything I'm tired <laughs> oh there's a UFO but I'm tired perfect time to take a nap <laughs> uh, um, his next memory is of the image of this ship flying away. So, scared out of his mind, he started his car and he drove away. Got on out of there. Started up. He didn't even check if his pants were the right <laughs> way inside out. First. Everything was fine, he said. <laughs> um, so, he was scared. He got out of there. It wasn't until he got home till he saw the clock. And he noticed that he had some missing time. You know, missing time. That's we, a big thing. We all know. Yeah, me and you definitely know. That is a very common thing for UFOs. And uh, nearly two hours were gone. <gasps> That's so. enough time for bad things to happen. <laughs> very bad things. <laughs> and over the next few days, he began having physical pain and weird ailments. Lower back pain, leg pain, and a full body rash. Itchy, Ew. itchy, itchy. <laughs> And that all manifests itself over the next couple days, and it would not go away. So he went to this smart, super smart doctor that he had, and he said that it was probably all psychosomatic, and he should go see a hypnotherapist. You know, a super smart doctor. Yeah. It was all stress, hypnotherapy, you know, the yeah. new thing, go see a hypnotherapist. Because those is... are always super reliable in abduction <laughs> situations. Right. This is where the story of missing time gets filled in. Two beings exited the craft and approached his car. They were around six feet tall and wore skin-tight black clothing. Ew. Ooh, so tight. <laughs> After a brief scuffle with them, they rendered moody unconscious. And they, remember, their clothing was tight. <laughs> <laughs> Moody awoke on an examined, examining table inside the craft. He felt paralyzed and remembered their clothing as skin tight. He remembered that? No, I'm telling you. Okay. <laughs> I remember. Next to him stood the alien leader. The, a the, uh, 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 uh. the <laughs> alien leader was shorter, about five feet tall, and wore silvery white, a silvery white colored suit, which was still Skin tight. Ew. <laughs> he didn't say this over and over. I am. <laughs> How however, 
However, like the others, he had a large, hairless head, a protruding brow, roundish eyes, small ears, and nose, and a very thin lips. His skin was whitish gray. So, these are probably grays. 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 Usually the uh, people, the grays that are in charge are the taller ones, though. So, that's what makes this case a little weird. But, anyway. Maybe, you know, Carl had worked his way up. Yeah, you know, maybe he just worked hard, had some initiative, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to just take control of these tall whites. (laughs) So the leader asked Moody telepathically, because you know they don't really talk. Um, They talk in some cases, but usually it's telepathically. So he asked Moody telepathically if he was prepared to behave peacefully. That sounds really weird. I don't like the word behave. Yeah, behave is a really scary word. (laughs) Unless you're three years old. (laughs) When Moody agreed to do so, the the leader applied a rod-like device to his back. They say rod-like a lot. Pulsing. (laughs) Rod-like. This relieved his paralysis. Moody was taken all around the ship. (laughs) This is when they just, like, kind of show him things. They show him this thing that's called the drive unit. Which I assume is like how the the ship gets around and all that, like the engine, I guess, and all of its intricacies. For and they just show him this for some reason. Like, okay, uh, why would they show him this? He's just a sergeant in the air force. He's not like <laughs> that high up. The aliens told Moody that the alien mothership was situated miles away above Earth. He was promised a future meeting with the occupants but warned that closer contact with Earthmen would not be attempted for another 20 years. So 1995, the aliens told Moody that he would have no recollection of the incident until about two weeks later, which was about when he started remembering, I guess. The leader placed his hands on the side of Moody's head, rendering him unconscious once more. And this is when he woke up in his car. This is so stupid. Why would, okay, why did they pick you? Why did they pick you? Oh, just showing me around the ship because I am important. Yeah, like, oh, oh, there's no reason to pick you. You're just sitting alone in a field. Um, And then they knock you out to bring you onto the ship. They wake you up and they're like, will you behave? And then Hmm. it's not like they're doing anything bad to you. They just show you around the ship and you get to meet the leader like, and then they're like, we'll be back in 20 years, peace, and then they're gone. We need you to prepare mankind for us. And then an analysis of Moody's claims by Charles McQuinston, the co-inventor of the psychological stress evaluator, indicated that he was telling the truth. And that's like the the primitive lie detector. So... Uh, well, I mean, with hypnotherapy, you can get implanted yeah. memories all yeah, the time. And definitely. he could totally believe that happened to him. Definitely. And facts later on started to contradict him after, started to contradict each other after he started to tell a story more and more and more. Investigator Jim Lorenzen questions a couple of contradictions in Moody's accounts of the incident. In an earlier telling, Moody related that the alien mothership was located 400 miles above Earth. Later, he said that it was 6,000 miles above Earth. Oh. <laughs> well, he was so specific about 300 feet away yeah. and then 70 feet Yeah, away. he's super specific on all those things. 
And then he also contradicted um, what the aliens looked like later. He said they were frail, tiny, like little things. And then he says that they're six feet tall earlier on. And it's like, come on, dude. That's too big of a thing. Yeah, like what they look like, <laughs> like stick to something. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's pretty much all of Charles Moody's incident. More like Charles Booty. Boo! Boo! You suck! <laughs> Stick it up, your booty. <laughs> I file it under, don't believe it. Yeah, I think he's a kind of a booty. He's a fucking liar! <laughs> I think we got a big stinking pile of booty this week. <laughs> this week is all lies! <laughs> Except for that one Fun guy that dressed like an alien. Yeah, the guy who just <laughs> wanted to run for office, and yeah. they were like, "No," and he was like, "I'm, I'm gonna be like creepy. <laughs> I'm gonna dress like an alien <laughs> in front of a green screen." Yeah, that guy's my favorite. That guy's way cooler than these. <laughs> so yeah, that's our underground for this week. Yeah, that yeah. was lots of fun. And yeah, so it's Jurassic June. We hope you're enjoying that. Yeah, watch all the Jurassic Park movies except for the third one. Throw yes. it out. Throw it into the street. Throw it away. There. And it's also Kaijun. Kai so enjoy June. some Godzilla movies. And make sure you praise Godzilla. You should be doing that anyway. Oh, pray, do it every day. Yes. And then also, um, our last uh, double feature this month is going to be Jurassic World. Yes, we're doing Jurassic World mainly because... Jurassic uh, World 2 is going to come out the day after the episode drops. Well, that. And because I'm not man enough to do Jurassic Park because it's my favorite movie. Well, once you do it, <laughs> then you've done it. You can't do it again. That also. I, I... That's why we haven't done <laughs> Alien or Aliens yet. Those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could definitely handle doing Jurassic Park. It's just, it might, I might need like four episodes. And I'd be sad afterwards. Because <laughs> then it's over. Then it's over with. Over worth. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's our underground for this week. But we'll see you on the other side. Yes. And praise Godzilla. Praise Godzilla. Praise him. Praise Godzilla. Praise, praise Godzilla. Godzilla. Movies playing next at Sci-Fi Double Feature Drive-In on Instagram, Facebook, and our website, justaddad.com. Catch us on Twitter at SFDFDI Podcast.